You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Hello, Flash. I need your help. I know you're going to do whatever it takes to save me, but don't lose yourself in the process. Getting rather violent at your young age. We need to steal an alien power source. The Flash Thief. It's my kind of mission. If we don't use this, Iris is going to die tonight. I can't believe they turned King Shark into a guard dog. King Shark. That's adorable. Another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss a DC double shot on the CW. Uh, dude, this is the uh, the penultimate episodes for this season. I thought they would never come. Yeah, too bad they didn't do what Mad Men and Breaking Bad do. Oh, were they? Um, were they? I mean, were they like split the season or something? Or no, or they have like really good episodes before oh, the finale. Oh. Oh, now I get what you're saying. Yes, yes. I'm like, because they do split the seasons, and then you jumped in sharply with the no when they do like good episodes near the end. Um, I don't know. I there's some yeah, things, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, there's some things I liked about this week's episode of The Flash. Oh yeah, there's there's at least two things. Uh, let's talk about it. Season three, episode twenty-two, called Infantino Street. Uh, there are twenty-four hours left before Iris dies. Team Flash learns that there is only one energy source that can power the speed force bazooka, which is just an awesome name for weapon, uh, in the form of a salvaged in the form of a savage dominator technology held at an Argus facility. Barry and Cisco ask Lila for it, but she refuses because of her mistrust of Barry due to his creation of Flashpoint. Barry then goes and visits Leonard Snart in 1892 when he was traveling with the Legends and recruits him to help the former break into Argus and steal the device. In the process, Argus agents eventually capture Barry and Snart, but Lila, seeing the kindness in Barry's actions, allow Barry to take the device. I like how they completely gloss over the fact that King Shark was in this episode. I know, right? Uh, We'll talk about it. Um, Snart (laughs) advises Barry... To use the goodness in him to defeat Savitar, Tracy decides to join the team. Cisco vibes about the battle with Killer Frost and leaves to fight her. Savitar shows up, breaks Wally's leg. Barry uses the Speed Force Bazooka on Savitar, but it fails due to Savitar wielding the Philosopher's Stone, which Barry unwilling, unwittingly kind of gave to him. And Savitar then kills Iris and escapes. Uh, so, your thoughts on the penultimate episode? Uh, Not enough King Shark, but there was there was plenty of King Shark. I like, you know what I like? I like that it broke the fourth wall. And they did the exact same thing in Arrow, I noticed, too. They broke the fourth wall. Okay. 
when never starts makes the joke about oh they don't show you the shark because they couldn't afford it I'm like oh yeah like this show because <laughs> they couldn't afford it to look good yeah, i was like oh, jo- okay they did the jaws bit yeah yeah it's like okay yeah that makes sense uh no it was nice to have him um yes well that's what we always say like it's nice to have snart it was cool to see king shark um couple oh i'll say what was the name the new name they had on there the names on the cells cheetah that's what it was and i was like oh that must be a nod because I wonder when coming out. It's like that was kind of weird. Yeah, and um, and Cheetah is also in the Injustice Two game, so yeah, yeah. Which I need to get. Looks really cool. Uh, but no, it was just man, like. Yeah, I mean, Aaron called it like it, it's gonna be like HR. Who so I mean, just the way, even the way. HR was talking and that kind of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, they totally did like a face swap with them because their lines are interchangeable. Like, oh, I haven't done anything for the team. Oh, everyone's just been trying to help me and I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, duh. Like it's 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 pretty obvious what's going to happen. Um, Which I think I think would be a shame. Yeah, I mean, I guess because. I mean, look, I, you and I both really like the Barry Iris relationship story they have because they seem to be giving it some justice. It's it's been handled fairly well. Um, so first, I'll say I was I was kind of surprised that they went right to the Iris dies in this episode thing. I I figured that was going to be happening in the final episode, but of course that probably lends some credence to. Um, your theory, uh, or and uh, and Aaron's theory about the the face off deal, um, I kind of hope that it isn't. I hope that just this was inevitable, and Iris is dead, and there's some real consequences. And I don't think that's going to happen because they don't like to do real consequences in comic books a lot. Uh, at least not in the shows or the movies. I know they do it in the comic books all the time, and then they just erase things and start all over again. But uh, they don't do it a lot in the TV shows or the movies, and there's not a lot of serious consequences. I kind of would like for there to be... That's why I gave this a provisional score, because I'm waiting to see what happens next week, although I have an inkling that you guys are correct. But I kind of give, gave this a provisional score, depending on what happens next week. I'm really kind of hoping that they just, you know, killed a major character and it has massive repercussions. Although, uh, as different as this is from Arrow, this is still like the same people who like make Arrow. And they have a horrible track record when it comes to doing stuff like that. You know, the, the nuking a city and having The only thing I could see them doing, if it isn't the face swap. Yeah is um because i also want to know what happened because it is weird like when they separate and stuff like doesn't he make out what I, I was i was actively trying to remember but i i, I don't want to rewatch the episode to figure it out yes. but whenever he makes out with tracy does it happen before or after he's like don't tell me where iris goes um i thought maybe before oh, i don't really remember now yeah that's kind of my thing uh, the only thing I would say is 
I mean, it seems really just, likely. That, uh, to well, me, I would be. I don't really want her to die because um, I'm fine with a major character dying, like if it's Wally or something like that. You know, yeah. becoming the hero. You know, you wanted so enviously to become like that's kind of poetic. Yeah. But also, I was wondering if maybe they were going to do it as Jesse because maybe she can vibrate back or something like that. But it, yeah, you're right. Like you, I do, if she doesn't die, you do kind of feel cheated with that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, if I feel like if they're gonna break it, I hope it's like something he found. They found a a crack in the closed loop. Like that would be my thing. Yeah. Like I want if they could outsmart him in that way instead of kind of cheating. Um, but also knowing that someone has to die is kind of you know I mean. I think it kind of works in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to add about this episode, or shall we? I love the snart stuff. I mean, really. I yeah, he's always great. It was, man. I really miss him in Legends. And you've got, and you've got kind of like the, uh, and you've got kind of like the closer to the Citizen Cold version of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, than the previous times we've seen him, where he was like purely bad guy snart. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was great. I like the his uh, his layout for the plan or whatever. Uh, like his his steps. It's like step three is like the plan inevitably goes off the rails. And <laughs> step four, make a new plan. Uh, and that and that was great, of course, because you you did you you did get that with like the king shark thing where he's like up oh, and it went off the rails. Uh, but yeah, that was that was great. King Shark is always awesome. I, I just wish there was like more CGI budget. I, I want like a full on King Shark, like another full on King Shark episode. I, I really, really, I really want one where it's like King Shark and Grodd, like yeah. coming together. But that's unlikely to happen. That the, they'd have to blow like half the season's budget uh, just on that. Um, I thought for sure too that this was going to be the Cisco Killer Frost fight that where Cisco like loses his arms or something. It certainly was like shot and framed very much like the that episode that we were shown where they uh, where Barry goes to the future and Cisco has like Luke Skywalker metal hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very much thought like that's what was going to happen here, but I don't recall that occurring. So, oh, well, I think that's the fight, but maybe yeah, because the whole thing is he didn't want to fight her, but now he's made the choice. That he knows he has to fight her. Yeah. So, I guess if he's willing to do it now, it could change things. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, so what would you give Infantino Street? I don't know, like three and a half ish. Okay. Um, Maybe three and three fourths. You know, somewhere on there. Yeah. Um. Well, I think the King Shark rule is that it's automatically a three and a half. Uh, and he was used well in this episode. <laughs> that was all; those were all fun scenes with uh, Barry and and, uh, and Snart and, and the shark. Uh, I, I'm actually giving this a provisional four. If Iris turns out to not be dead, or it's the face swap thing, uh, I'm, I'm gonna drop it back down to the generic three and a half that King Shark gave it. I really want there to be some lasting effects, but. You know, as as has been pointed out, it's it's too critical a relationship 
uh, for this show that I don't think they can just throw it away like that. It'd be ballsy. It would be very I think ballsy. it'd be more of like, I don't see the suits letting that happen. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. They did kill Laura Lance, so who knows? They did. Well, but she does keep coming back over and over again. Uh, in different forms. Yeah, very much so. Air quotes to that. Yeah. Um, all right, so cheap plug time, Glenn. I feel like we this is a this is a good time to do this, and what a segue, because Casper we, Masters. Oh, sorry. Oh, we we don't. Unfortunately, we are not sponsored by Casper Mattresses, but I hear they're great mattresses. Uh, and if they ever wanted to sponsor us, by all means. Uh, no, this is this is such a easy way to to hop into this because the Wonder Woman movie is coming out. What? And we're Wonder Woman, and we're hearing really good reviews, early reviews for the movie, and this is like a direly needed uh, success. The DC movie universe really needs this. And um, since the school year is closing down, which there's really no better way to really uh, combine all of these references into one thing. Uh, and of course, I'm, I'm very subtly and slowly getting to the fact that uh, we've partnered once more with ThinkGeek, and they have... I'm looking at this right now, Glenn. This could be something I buy for my kid next year, as she is interested in the Wonder Woman movie. There is this Dawn of Justice Wonder Woman backpack that comes with a lasso of truth. I'm sure every little girl and every... Well, I mean, maybe there's some little boys. I'm not going to judge. Maybe there's some little boys that want this Wonder Woman backpack, too. She's really kick-ass in that in that movie trailer, Glenn. So uh, it's possible. We're not going to judge. I mean, as someone who's going to be wearing a Wonder Woman T-shirt when he sees Wonder Woman, that's true. That's fine with having a Wonder Woman backpack. It's actually a really sweet looking backpack. And if you want to get it or any other DC related things or any other, things. oh, so like the Wonder Woman logo, even like the old one, like oh yeah, bright red and bright yellow. Like I don't know, it's. That's a solid logo. It is indeed. It's, I don't know, might be my, my second favorite, maybe. It is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, if this is something that tickles your fancy, you want to pick it up, or any other DC thing, or any other geeky thing, uh, use the address cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek, or go to cinemageekly.com and click thinkgeek at the top of the page and use that link to shop at Think Geek, we get a kickback. You get awesome geeky shit, uh, including possibly this Dawn of Justice Wonder Woman backpack, uh, which is moderately priced, I might add, at twenty four ninety nine. I'm guessing the price has been slashed because the school year is just about to end. Uh, so this is and this is, by the way, when we do buy like school supply stuff for next year because it's all super cheap. Uh, so yeah, cinemageekly.com slash Think Geek. And, uh, okay, well, that was exciting. Let's talk about Arrow. Season 5, episode 22, the penultimate episode. A speedweed joint called Missing. Surprise! Happy birthday. I told you, surprise party wasn't a good idea. Curtis and Dinah are missing. It's Chase. He's picking us off one by one. My friends have orders to kill yours. Think you've had to get a phone call?
game hold a birthday party for Oliver. Uh, it's a really adorable Green Arrow anime cake with six. With what did Felicity say? Why there was a six on it? Did she say it was because it was for a six-year-old or something? I'm I don't recall. I feel like there was some meaning behind the stupid six on the cake. Uh, Renee, oh jeez, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say the word kidnap a lot in this, uh, so heads up. Um, uh, but Renee, Dinah, and Curtis are later kidnapped by Chase's outside team, realizing that Chase is picking them off after Thea and Quentin are kidnapped by Black Siren and Evelyn. Oliver accepts Malcolm's aid to help him kidnap Chase. However, Chase reveals he has kidnapped William, and Oliver is forced to free him. Felicity and Diggle are also kidnapped by Talia in the League of Assassins, and Oliver recruits Nyssa to help them fight Chase's army. Tracking a plane, carrying Chase, they realize they're going to Lian Yu. Arriving on the island, Oliver visits Slade and asks for his help. Uh, in flashbacks, Kovar injects a drug into Oliver that forces him to suffer flashbacks. I'm not kidding. Flashbacks within flashbacks. This is such a weird episode. Uh, to the times where he killed or watched others die over the last five years after enduring hallucinations of Yao Fei and Laurel, Oliver eventually finds the strength to escape. Boy, reading reading that, Glenn, it certainly seems like a much weirder episode than it, than it watched for me. It reads way weirder, but I don't know. What did you think of the episode? I really, really like that episode up until... Malcolm Merlin showed up. Yeah. That's it was just like, oh, I've seen this before, man. Like, why we got to keep doing the same thing over and over again? And especially, like, you know, he gives him a mask to cover him up, but he's still wearing the fucking jacket that he just beat up the cops in. And that everyone has seen. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why he's wearing, like, a Chris Pratt Guardians of the Galaxy jacket, because that's what it looks like. The red leather. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, it must have been, like, as a gag, maybe. But it was just like, I don't, I don't, it just was like, this is so stupid. He's hooked on a feeling. Um, I literally... Just, it really just, like, I, I was watching, it's like, wow. It felt like season two Arrow, which is kind of fitting considering that Deathstroke shows up at the end. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, I was like, yeah, you know, I get this, like, the flashbacks I like. Dolph Lundgren was cool. Seeing that kind of stuff, I was like, you know what? I can get behind this episode. This is solid. And then that happened. I'm like, this is stupid. I was, I'm like, I'm okay with this episode. There was a lot of kidnapping in this episode. Yeah. Everybody kidnapped everybody. And you get kidnapped, and you get kidnapped. Yes, and then uh, the flashbacks where Oliver gets injected with a drug that forces him to have flashbacks, and specifically only flashbacks about times where he's killed people. <laughs> that is a little weird and goofy, but... The Red Death. <laughs> uh, but hey, Deathstroke is in this, and he's going to be in an episode next week, obviously, as well. That's So that's cool. That reminds me of, of Better Times. And, uh, uh, there was like a otherwise mostly harmless episode. I actually don't remember how Chase got out. Wasn't he in a block? Wasn't he in like a box? Yeah, it was like the Silva thing. From, yeah, where he, uh, oh, purposely got captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Loki in the Avengers, yeah. Um, yeah, 
yeah, I thought this was fine. But I don't know. Unlike unlike with Flash, I'm kind of curious to see what they do for the finale. Not really all that hyped for next week's episode here for, of Arrow. No, I don't care. I'm feeling like there'll be some sort of fight. Uh, the good guys will probably win. Nobody of note will die. Uh, the team may reform or break up again, and then we'll get another season where Oliver remembers that he actually spent six years on the island and we get another year of flashbacks or something. <laughs> no, he uh, he went back in time. <laughs> that, is that what it is? Um, I, I, I have a stunningly little to say about this episode, uh, which is weird because I just watched it uh, before we started recording, recording, but not a lot really sticks out to me. Uh, no. This was... This was, this was um, a lot of setting up. Uh, you know, as they said, uh, as people said about, like, uh, the end of Rogue One, like, they hastily move people into their starting positions for A New Hope at the end of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of feels like this episode was just putting people in their starting positions for the finale, and the whole episode was just dedicated to getting, you know, finding excuses to get people onto the island. Because that's where they want to have the finale. At. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's that's it, and they did a pretty okay job of doing it. I guess I think they kind of overkilled it on all of the kidnappings, but you know, whatever. Did we ever? Did we actually ever see Renee? I don't think we did. I think no, we, no, we haven't. He is, he is presumed to be there. or Dinah. No, that's true. Uh, I think they are presumed to be there. But who yeah, knows? I guess. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else about this episode other than the stuff with, uh, uh, other than the stuff with Malcolm Merlin and the jacket? No, I mean, like, like I said, like it really, like the birthday party. Like I was like, you know what? This is why I watched this show. It was fun. It was a little light. Like it felt like the first couple seasons, and then yeah. it just went back into its old self. Yeah. I do even mind the wishy-washy Felicity. Oliver Queen thing because it felt like how it did early in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm digging. I'm trying to dig here for something, anything to talk about. Um, maybe there isn't anything to talk about. If there isn't anything else to talk about, Glenn, just give me a score for this week's episode. Uh, like a three. Yeah, I gave it a three. Uh, Boy, that's a disappointing. Although I would say this is a it's a better review than some of the most recent episodes of of the show that I've that I have watched. It really started like I really was liking what was going on, and then it just kind of tanked for you. Yeah. Well, maybe next week they will make up for it. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of Flashing Arrow, and uh, check out all the other shows that we got going on while you're at it. Uh, feel free to do some shopping with the the links at the top of the page as well. Uh, and Glenn and I will return to discuss the season finale episodes of The Flash. The finale of season three, episode 23 called Finish Line. And episode 23, the finale of Arrow, season five called Leanne Yu. Leanne Yu.